Hi, it's Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue, Stories of Business, my podcast about change management, restructuring and transformation. You know, I love to talk about life experiences, pop culture, you name it. I'll probably talk about it. So one of my favorite clips on YouTube is called BP Spills Coffee. Obviously, it makes reference to the oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico in 2010, better known as Deepwater Horizon oil spill, one of the most dramatic environmental disasters when it comes to the history of the petroleum industry. The clip features Kate McKinnon, my favorite comedian from Saturday Night Live, SNL, and it starts with a bunch of managers sitting around a table having a meeting. Somebody spills coffee. Everybody's aghast. Then one of the managers says, relax, people. It's just a small coffee spill on the table, but the spill gets bigger, bigger and bigger. Different remedies are being tried out, for instance, throwing garbage on the spill um, or uh, throwing hair on it. The group waits for Halliburton to show up. They show up three hours later and they make it even worse by spilling more coffee on the table. What already is visible from this clip is that there is an issue with admitting one's mistakes. The first group, the group of BP managers, shifts the blame towards Halliburton. Obviously, they oppose that claim, etc. And one can only imagine what happens next. What I like about this clip, even though it hints at a terrible environmental disaster, is the notion of failure cultures, or maybe quite obviously the absence of a failure culture. Now, what is a failure culture? It is a culture that is a set of shared values, goals and practices that favors experimentation and learning from experimentation. So the idea of a culture of failure is that you create workflows that enable and empower employees to learn from experiments. In my view, having worked for various big corporations, um, the failure culture really doesn't exist. Most of the time, there is a way of, you know, um, glossing over mistakes. And it doesn't matter whether that's Enron, Dieselgate, or the German army having engaged in a procurement process that led to them uh, ordering Wi-Fi's for tanks, for instance, not making sure that they're actually compatible and having um, uh, spent several millions, I think even billions of euros on this endeavor. And I don't think that anybody actually fessed up about that mistake. Now, based on my previous experiences in the startup world, I co-founded a startup for women on personal finance and investing. I also created a slow fashion brand. I know a thing or two about making mistakes and errors. For instance, when I created a slow fashion brand, I completely underestimated how much money I would have to pour into marketing. And it was only when I had already, I think, spent 10 or 15,000 euros on marketing alone that I realized that it was going to be too expensive to maintain this premium slow fashion brand and that I had completely underestimated how much money it would cost to even make this brand known. So I stopped. I wrote an article about all the money I spent. And then I also put the brand on hold, told myself, Caroline, this was a good experience. You learn from it, you talk about it, but you need to table the slow fashion brand for now. It's not making you any money, quite the contrary. 
in a similar vein, when I started, uh, when I worked on a startup on personal finance and investing, my co-founder and I didn't figure out the monetization strategy in the beginning. And given that this was a startup for women on personal finance investing, that was quite ironic, but that's okay. You learn, you move on. When I think about startups and this culture of failure, a movement and an event series comes to my mind and it is called F dot 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 up nights. It's a social movement. That's how the organizers refer to it. It um, features um, founders stepping on stage and fessing up. Uh, apparently, uh, they the you know the these kinds of like events take place in 260 different cities and 62 countries. And bear with me because it becomes even more interesting. Over 15,000 stories have been shared on these stages, and over 1 million participants have listened. So clearly there's an interest and failure in making mistakes and fessing up. During these events, uh, aspiring entrepreneurs open their heart. They take the walk of shame, so to speak, right? So they stop on stage and they will admit to their errors. They will say things like, I raised 200,000 euros from angel investors, and then I uh, spend it all on an ineffective marketing campaign. Or maybe they'll say something like, I became an arrogant tech bro. Or maybe they'll say, you know, this is something I could have admitted it to. My monetization strategy sucks because it was pretty much non-existing in the beginning. But you see, because so many people listen to it, there's clearly an interested interest in failure in a failure culture. And I do believe that organizations can learn from that. So when I think about, you know, some of the project delays or issues I have witnessed in organizations, quite often they're being glossed over. So somebody will say, oh, uh, there's a project delay. Um, we're sorry, but it's going to take longer. Or somebody will say, oh, there were roadblocks. Or somebody else will say, uh, we need to optimize the vision or the strategy. But all of these are euphemisms for saying we messed up. We didn't know our homework. And I think the moment that um, an expert, a manager, a member of the board is able to step, so to speak, on the stage and say, I messed up and I'm fessing up, the culture changes for the better. When people mistake, make, make mistakes and talk about them, they automatically become much more authentic and relatable to their employees because making mistakes is human. Being able to talk about mistakes is a powerful exercise because the person clearly shows um, the ability to be humble and to self-reflect. Now, when I think about Enron, when I think about Dieselgate, when I think about that, a procurement example from the German army, I haven't really seen that many people fessing up or at least not early, early uh, enough in the process. And that is also sad because it uh, contradicts or prevents a culture of innovation from emerging. Because the moment you introduce a culture of failure, you encourage employees to be much more experimental. You help them you know, look at processes, look at products, take small action steps, experiment, learn from the mistakes, learn the lessons. And the lessons are really what is like the gold or what is like the, the most valuable input when it comes to experimenting and making mistakes, because that pretty much 
encourages um, employees to learn and to become more creative and creativity again fosters innovation so this is not only about being authentic it's also about changing an organizational culture to the degree that making mistakes and innovating is desired is a desired trait of the organization and something that is cherished when i think about you know the question how to actually uh, implement such a culture maybe you can introduce monthly f dot 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 up not nights but maybe like luncheons where people talk about the mistakes they made be it in product innovation be it in you know um, hr maybe somebody introduced an ineffective payroll software uh, and now all of a sudden employees have to you know get used to receiving paper slips again when it comes to their monthly renovation report or oh, maybe it's you know we thought the strategy was going to work it doesn't we're sorry it doesn't matter the moment you make a failure culture popular uh you change the culture of the organization and that's really what we're seeking and i don't think we want to wait for big corporate scandals for a failure culture to emerge we really want to tackle this at the very beginning focus on the lessons encourage people to experiment and really learn from errors instead of you know feeling like they need to blame each other as is depicted in that famous YouTube clip, BP Spills Coffee, that I referred to at the very beginning of this podcast. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you have already experimented with introducing a failure culture, please let me know because it certainly is one of these topics that I just really like and could talk about for minutes and hours. And as I said, in my view, there's not enough of a culture of failure in modern organizations, and we should definitely change that. Also, if you have comments and feedback, please let me know. I'm very eager to receive that. And without further ado, thank you so much for listening.